Welcome to an exclusive taping of Live with Carisha. Shout out to Hip Hop Weekly and DLE Radio for checking in with us today. Today I'll be checking in with Rap Battle God, the mm -hmm. GOAT, Goods the Animal. How are you? I'm chilling. It's, yeah, it's good to have you in the hot seat. Hot seat? Yeah, it's going <laughs> to get hot later. Okay. It's going to start off, you know, but we, we will get hot. Okay. So I want to start with an icebreaker question. Mm -hmm. In your words, what makes a great battle rapper? Uh, a great battle rapper. Mm -hmm. I mean, somebody that could pretty much do a little bit of everything. You know, um, a lot of people think battle rappers just punchlines or bars. Um, you know, you got the, you know, you gotta have some jokes. You know, punchlines, bars, uh, storytelling schemes, uh, stage presence, charisma. There's a lot of things that go into to uh, being a battle rapper. I just think having a little bit of everything, you know, mm -hmm. makes the the perfect battle rapper. Perfect recipe. Mm -hmm. I like that. Mm -hmm. So before we touch on the land you've dominated for like ever now, the battle rap lane, I want to go back a little bit and go to your earlier days growing mm -hmm. up in New York. Talk to us about it. Um, I mean, you know they say if you I mean if you grow up in New York or if you live in New York, you can live anywhere. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Um I think that that's pretty much true. Um, but I think everywhere is everywhere is kind of the same in its own way. You know what I'm saying? If we're talking about the price of living is different in New York. You know what I'm saying? But like, as far as like coming up in the hood or coming up in the streets, and it, it, it's all the same. You know, you got a hood everywhere you go. So, um, but uh, it's a lot because New York is, you know, New York is the birthplace of hip hop. You know Thanks. what I'm saying? Especially the Bronx. I'm from the Bronx. Um, the birthplace of hip hop was literally ten minutes from where I live. Like, you know what I'm saying? Um, which is uh, Cedric Cedric Avenue. Mm -hmm. So. I honestly feel like it's pressure. I feel like they expect more from people coming from New York or, you know what I'm saying, coming from up that way, so. You feel like it's pressure on, like, for rappers uh, to yeah. deliver? I think for everything. Right. I, I think for everything. I, I, they, you know, they always say New York, I guess, started a lot of things, the trends and, you know what I'm saying, the dressing. And right. So I, I think it's pressure for when it comes to just, hip-hop hip is more than just rapping. It's style and, you know, things like that and art and, so I think it's just a, there's a lot coming from New York. Like you got a lot on your shoulders as soon as you, you know what I'm saying, want to get into this field. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Did you, did you immediately want to become a battle rapper? Like walk us through how the birth of the battle rapper goods got here. I mean, and growing up in New York, you, if you rapped, you was going battle rap. Um, you used to get put into battles. Like I used to get put into battles I didn't even know I was having. Are like, you serious? Yeah, like, you know, like, you'll have your friends with you, and they, they'll be talking to somebody else's friends, like, going back and forth, talking shit and all that, and then you got a battle. They coming to get you, and, like, yeah, then you coming, you you just coming outside, and, and, and you battling. What? You know what I'm saying? So that's that's just how it is. Um, You know, and then on every block, you got a rapper in New York. You got 15, 20 rappers on every block, so <laughs> it's a competitive sport. So just to prove who was the best, people would battle. You know what I'm saying? So that's if you did music, if you just was rapping, period. Mm -hmm. Even if you wasn't a battle rapper or rapped in that way, you was going to have to battle at some point in your life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? To get some kind of respect. Did you, were you rapping in high school too? Definitely. Like, was you the one beating on the tables? Yeah, the I was standing on top of the tables rapping to the whole lunchroom. Oh my God. Yeah, we used to, we, we used to put on shows in high school where it used to be like, uh, probably like five of us. Core five, and we yeah we sit there and rap every lunch period and, and do all that. Yep. So do you still do you, the people you went to high school with? Do they still check in with you to this day? 
Um, I know you be like, oh my nah. God, you're doing big things. I, I don't even, uh, nah, I don't even, I couldn't even tell you who, who was the five people I was rapping with. I probably, I probably know, I probably can remember like two, three of them, but that was such a long time ago. Right. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, it was, it was a dope time. No, I think at, times like that is the times that make you. You know what I'm saying? And you know, it started from doing that, that that little that little piece right there in my life, rapping in lunchrooms in front of uh, how many people you said it is, 50, you know what I'm saying, um, maybe 100. Mm -hmm. um, that helped me with being able to rap, you know, in front of 1,000 to 2,000 to 3,000 people. You know oh, I got you ready. It, yeah, just teach you how to control a room and, and stuff like that, so. So you mentioned in a past interview, this is good, you mentioned in a past interview that you were hustling and you took your your hustling money to start mm -hmm. your first business. Like, uh, what, what was life like during that time? You have like a nice like timeline of your life, life so far. It, yeah, there's a lot going on. Um, I mean, at that time I was, I was, you know, I was, I was in the streets. Mm -hmm. So, you know, at that time I couldn't see, I'm not gonna say I couldn't see past it. A lot of people can't see past the streets. I always wanted to do something else. That that was the way I knew how to get money. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, so um, did you like have a goal? Like, did you have a goal that you wanted to set for yourself when you was hustling to like get out of it? Like, I'm gonna make fifty thousand, then I'm gonna start a business. Or nah, it was it, it wasn't even like that. Which which would have been a smart thing. It was just I knew I, I didn't want to do this forever. I didn't want to hustle and do this forever. I gotta figure something else out. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? I got a I got a daughter. I gotta figure something else out. Like, but. The, the bigger thing in that is taking the risk to do something. This is what people, this is what make people actually do what they want to do and stay at that nine to five or stay where they're comfortable. It's actually taking the risk to, to, to do those things. You know what I'm saying? So it was more of getting myself to not think so much and actually take those risks and say, you know, I done lost mad money in the streets. You know what I'm saying? So if I lose money on trying to do something better to get me out the streets i got you know I, i'd rather eat that than you know what i'm saying than losing the money on the street so once i got in that mindset you know i started just because you got to pick at a lot of things before you get to you know know what your niche is you, right. you ain't just going a lot of people ain't just going to hit it the first time right and with me i didn't hit it the first time i had to you know lose money here and i made a little money over here let me try this now let me try that so i i did a bunch of things from Real estate, uh, you what know. Was, what was the first the first business you started? Probably the vending machine company. Oh, we heard but about the vending machine. The first, yeah, the first thing I started was the was the vending machine company. For okay. Sure. And so, did you like put vending machines all throughout New York? Um, nah, it ain't, it ain't that simple. The first place I got a vending machine and actually was a school, which was a good place. It was my my daughter's school. Okay. I knew the principal there, and I talked to them about it. I said, look, I got this vending machine company. I want to put a vending machine. Do you have a vending machine? The teacher's line, they didn't. Mm -hmm. They had like four floors, and I'm thinking like two of them, they didn't. Mm -hmm. So I was like, you know, I'll, I'll come set it up. It ain't no charge. You know, I got to worry about nothing. I'll keep it full. Da -da -da. You know, it'll work for the, for the teachers because there ain't no store around there. Right. And they let me do it, and that was the first place I got it. Then I went from that to like, I probably had like 15 locations. What? Yeah, got that's, like 15 That's locations. great. Mm -hmm. And you're fragrance collection has gotten amazing reviews mm -hmm. i didn't get a chance to smell yet forgive me i'm going to order some mm -hmm. i'm gonna make it my stocking stuffers for christmas and give everybody your fragrance okay other guys but um talk to us about like how did you go about figuring out what types of smell smells you wanted to use for the fragrances stuff like uh well i got into cologne a lot so i went from you know having four colognes mm -hmm. 
to having 50, 60. You know Jeez. what I'm saying? And that comes uh Okay, my, Macy's. Yeah. <laughs> my man Bones, my man Bones Bagante, he he really, really into cologne. He got about 150 bottles of cologne. Mm -hmm. And it started where I remember uh the way I got into cologne like that is he used to tell me, like, y'all gotta go buy this bottle of cologne. This shit four hundred dollars. So I used to be like, you stupid, man. I ain't fucking spending no four hundred dollars on no cologne. I said, You dumb, man. So one time I went to pick him up, he came downstairs and he, he had on a cologne. And I'm like, yo, what's that? He told me, I was like, that's fine, I, I, I gotta get that. The next day I went and I, I went to go buy it. When I went to go buy it, I wanted to smell another cologne that I like. So I'm like, damn, I'm trying to choose between the two. So I wound up choosing the other cologne. Mm -hmm. I chose that. Then the next day I'm like, no, I need the one that he had on. I went back and bought that one and, that, and that's how I started. From there, just now when I got that, I'm like, nah, I want something else. And then I start smell, going to his crib, smelling his shit like, oh, this is fine. And I just start buying, buying my own stuff. And then after I got, you know, I really got into it, got about 50, like 50 bottles, something like that. I'm like, damn, I want to do my own cologne. You know what I'm saying? Thanks. I want to do my own cologne. And I, I told you, I just got out the mindset of saying I want to do something and actually doing it. People right. will say I want to do this all day and don't do it. I just got out that mindset and just said, you know, I'm like, I'm going to do it. I'm, I'm going to do my own cologne. I just I found the place, went and did it, put it together, and it came out so dope to me. I said I want people to have it. Period. It's the names for me. Yeah. Slick talk leather. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> Chocolate leather. Mm -hmm. Where the names come from? You just wanted to be all the uh, way outside the box. Yeah, I definitely want to be outside the box, but it is it's it's a part of me. You know, like slick talk is like kinda like, you know, my whole thing I run with. So I, I wanted it to be something like that. I wanted to do a leather scent because I didn't have no leather scents at that time. I think I only had one leather scent, maybe. Mm -hmm. Or I didn't have none. I don't think I bought a leather scent at that time. And I like leather scents, like they got that leathery smell. So I said, I want to do my own. So that's how that came about of me doing the Slick Talk leather first. What happened was when I did the Slick Talk leather, it was one note that separated the Slick Talk leather from the chocolate leather, mm -hmm. which was the chocolate note. I couldn't decide on which one I wanted to do in the Slick Talk leather. So it was a it was a powder and a chocolate. And it was those was the scents that was, you know, I liked both of them. Mm -hmm. So I said, you know what, I'm going to do this one first, and then I'm going to do this one and call it chocolate leather, and I'm going to do that one second. And that's what I wound up doing. Nice. So yeah. at what point in your career did you realize that you actually became a lifestyle brand? And how is it balancing, like, the businesses with the battle rap simultaneously, might I add? Like, you're doing them both. Um, I mean, it, it ain't too hard for me because I don't, I don't battle as much as the, the, the other dudes. You know what I'm saying? Um... And I always been like that. I just ain't wanna like taint my brand. I feel like when you battle too too much, it kinda you know, it kinda taints your brand. It dro it drops your stock. You know what I'm saying? I feel like you keep yourself fresh then people will wanna see you. Mm -hmm. So, um it it don't really cross paths. Um, I mean, but if it wasn't for battle rap, I I wouldn't have the supporters I have and be able to do the things like that I wanna do. So Right. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, outside of battle rap, you, you gotta have something else going on. You know what I'm saying? Battle rap ain't gonna make me a millionaire. You know what I'm saying? It's it's, it's other things that that is. So you gotta push forth those uh, those other things. That's all. So a lot of you, and this is this is dope. So a lot of your fans, I know they seen like your come up. We've been watching you over the years. We've seen the the growth, the elevation, the mm. businesses. Like it took a lot to get to this right, level. Right. Like what challenge or sacrifice? What was the biggest sacrifice you had to make to get here today? Ah oh, man. Um, 
I'm trying to think of like what's the biggest sacrifice. And to me, it was it wasn't really no sacrifice. It was I ain't had nothing to lose. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it wasn't really it wasn't really a a sacrifice to me. I was coming out of the streets. I had nothing to lose. I like I said, I done lost money in the streets. I done lost money for lost twenty thousand for nothing at all. What? For cops running in the house and taking it and like just for nothing for not trying to make more money. I lost that money. So it it wasn't no it wasn't really no sacrifice. It was actually the best you know. Best thing I could have did. It w I ain't really sacrificed nothing because I ain't had nothing to lose. Okay. But money, money, but money ain't you it know. Comes back. M yeah, m money don't have no worth to it. Okay. Tell people all the time. You could put, you could put uh, a thousand dollars in your dresser drawer and leave it there for a year. When you come back, it's still gonna be a thousand dollars. Money has no worth. It don't go up. It don't go down. Depending on what you do with it, makes you do that. So it don't have worth in itself. I like that. Yeah. I like the goat checking in, giving mm -hmm. us the vibes we need. Do you feel like your lifestyle change and your new income bracket that you're in change your delivery on stage with battle rapping um, and the stuff you rap about? Definitely, definitely. I, but I think, but I think that's in life. Period. Is 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 upgrading yourself, upgrading your brand. You know what I'm saying? And what I realize is, what my last battle is, some people ain't ready to hear that type of stuff yet. You know, you got a lot of people that's not, or that don't strive to be better. Mm. They cool with just selling drugs or being in the streets or worrying about the op and all that. I'm so far past that. Now when I talk about the things I talk about and stuff I talk about, I realize that it's more people that's like that than like the way I am now. You mm. know what I'm saying? So, but you got to do that. I'm the only one doing that in battle rap right now that, that's able to talk from that level or talk like that. So I got to keep doing that. You know, you can't switch up too much for... I don't want to say simple-minded people, but for people that don't understand it yet. Right, Because right. it's going to age well. At some point, they're going to understand it. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, I've seen on a, a past interview you talk about um, putting elevation in your music and, and coming up and just the glowing up and everything like that. Has anyone reached out like a fan on so social media and gave you like a testimony? Like they heard oh, all your the story? Time. All the time. All really? the time. Every day. Every day. So, that, I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why I do it. Mm -hmm. Because if I can't, it could take one person. If I could touch one person, that make I'm, I'm cool with that. I get at least three people every day. That's what's up. Every day that they hit me and say something like that. Or, yo, I, I want to invest some money. Can you give me some tips on where to go? And I don't have all the answers. People think I don't. I don't I don't know. I just I gambled and just and went and did it. And that's what I tell them, man. You can't be scared to, to gamble the money. I don't know what's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. and, and, I like, you know, some people be, I guess, expecting me to know exactly what's going to work. Nah, nobody knows what's going to work. Jay-Z could tell you. Something that's not it. That mm. works for him. Mm. I tell you all, that all the time. I, somebody was telling me something about Jay Z. Um, Jay Z said this, da da da, and I'm like, yeah, but that you know that works for him. That right. don't mean that's gonna work for you. I can't. He's a billionaire already. I can't listen to what you know what he says. I can take stuff out what he's saying, and I can take stuff out what anybody say in his room. Right. But to apply that fully to what I'm doing, you can't, because that works for him. That don't mean that's gonna work for you. You got to find your own way to do it. So that, that's basically what I tell people that hit me up. What kind of advice can you give to the dope boys who are making so much money, but they don't know how to, like, get out the game and turn into a business? Or they refuse to nothing, get out the game? Nothing. Because I, I feel like, I feel like when, when, when you, I feel like 95% of people get stuck in that. They, they don't want to get out the game. Mm. They don't want to get out the game because you saying um, that don't know how. Once you say don't know how, they just, they just don't want to. It's not it's not a don't know how. Shit, I ain't know how to get out the game. Figure it out. The same way you got money, you can figure it out. If you got money, you can figure it out. Just put it in other different other places. Okay. 
they you can't be scared to lose money. That that's the name of this game, especially when it comes to investing or doing something different with your life. You right. can't be scared to lose money. And you, you know what I'm saying? Like when when, when you are when you a dope boy or you or you selling crack or whatever you sell, you know it's gonna come a point in time where you're gonna lose some money. You're not gonna have this run forever. Right. Right. You know what I'm saying? You might you gonna want to go to jail. You want to get killed. You want you're gonna lose something. So. You can't be scared to lose that money trying to invest it in something better. Mm -hmm. So well just said. do it. <laughs> That's it. Well said. What do you say to the people who say that you're just like bragging or throwing up your success in people's faces in your music? That, that's what, yeah. The that's, closed minded people. That's, that, I, I, that's, that's a very good question. That's why I said go back to the, this battle I just had. Mm -hmm. um, I think the people, the, this is the problem. The people that don't want to do better and don't want to strive better is bragging to them. The people that want to do better, is knowledge. Mm. It's, it's saying, it's saying, because all I'm saying is, nigga, look, I came from here, from where you at, and I did it. Nigga, you can do it. Mm. I did it. I'm telling you you can do it, because I did it. I had no, I ain't think I could do it, and I did it, so you could do it. But for the people that got hatred in them, or, you know, they, they not, they not ready mentally to understand that they look at it as bragging. Right. But that's their own personal trait. That's, they, that's, they got something going on with themselves. That has nothing to do with me. Cause a bunch of people that hit my supporters hit me and say, "Yo, that was still like that made me want to do this." Facts. And that's how, and that's how it's supposed to be. I ain't talking from when 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 Meek do it. Is he is he bragging or he talking from him coming from being a little dirty nigga up until now getting money, saying you could do it. Shout out to Meek. You know what I'm saying? So that's that, that that's the place I come from. Like you know, what I'm saying I come from looking. I was selling drugs. I was doing this, and I actually didn't do none of that in the last five years. I've been making money straight legally. You know what I'm saying? And and if I could do that, you could do it. It ain't no so that's where I talk from. But it, it takes for somebody it takes for somebody to to, to wanna hear that and, and change their mind and don't and don't look at it the way they wanna look at it. That's all. Very well said. So I know you've been doing so many interviews about your past battle at the yeah. no, at Known Twelve. Are you tired of talking about that yet? Nah, I don't care about it. I'm cool. <laughs> I don't have any questions about it, but my first question, was there anything you would have done differently with the battle with nope. Easy? Okay. None at all. Okay. None at all. Because because the, and and, and it's, this is this is what I'm saying. It's some people going to have to elevate at some point, right? I could go up there and talk about a bunch of things I used to do. You know what I'm saying? But then I would be like Easy I would I would be like everybody else on it, you know what I'm saying? Um, I gotta I gotta cross everything I wanted to get across, mm -hmm. and I I feel great with that, and I would do that every time I go up there. The what 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 certain people think don't don't really move me, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, because then I'll get off and I have a bunch of people my damn that it, it, it inspired. That's what I do it for. I don't do it for because you want to hear me talk about guns and no, nah, that's not my life no more. Right, right. I've done it. I mean, so. A person could get up there and talk about, or 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 uh, brag about him being in jail, and and uh and 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 selling guns and and looking for the ops and selling drugs, but I can't get up there and talk about or brag about my success, and it ain't bragging, but I can't talk about my success and, 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 and stick to that. I can't do that, but somebody could talk about the negative stuff. But when it's something positive, you can't talk about it. Right. Nah, so I'm always going to talk about the positive things I got going on and what's going on and saying you could do it. Then 
then talking about that or reverting back to that, what, what they want to hear. Nah, that was old goods. I, I gave y'all that. Now it's a whole new chapter. So let's talk about these things that's going on now. That's all. Yes to the glue up. Yeah. Is there anything today that you would say to Easy and his fans? Uh, no. No? Okay. No, nah, not at all. Because, because I, at, at this point, man, look, battle rap has to revolve. You got new dudes that come, you know what I'm saying, that, and you got dudes that they're going to like, that they, they love at the time. Mm -hmm. That'd be the thing, though. A lot of shit be at the time. I've been here 14 years. Right. Let me, let, me, let me see you in 10 years still doing it at the level I'm doing it at. And then I could shake your hand and say you did it because I didn't see people come and go. I didn't see people hot for two years. I saw right. people hot for three years, four years, and then you don't, they, they not no more. I've been here 14 years doing it on the same level. I'm still able to come out, get the top nigga, get the top pay, and go back whenever I want. Period. So when somebody could do it, when you could do that, and you, you ain't have a two-year run, three-year run, you know what I'm saying, then, then, then that's different. You know what I'm saying? Easy on the run right now. He doing, he doing good. They like him. He, he's the favorite. Let me, let's see you when you start going through, because battle rap is funny. You're the favorite for however long, then they're going to start hating you. This is just how I go with everybody. Mm, you better break it down for us. So then, yeah, so then it's gonna, they're going to start hating you automatically. They're going to get tired of you. They're going to get tired of hearing the same shit. So now you ain't going to be that good to them no more. Mm. Let's see how you act when that happens. It's happening to Geechee right now, and I right. think Geechee's incredible. Right. He's doing the same thing he's been doing. He's cooking. He's not doing nothing, no different. But they're getting tired of him because they see him a lot. So now he's, they, they, they was praising him at first. Now... He's dying down. Right. Now is what do you, let's see how you react now. When you don't got everybody on your side and they just want you to win. That's when it matters. That's when it's going to be different. So, Is that why you, um, is that why you took some years off to like keep your brand fresh and definitely. not water it down? I, yeah, definitely. I always do that. And and on top of that, if, if it ain't like a, a big battle, I don't really want to do it. You know, I got a whole bunch of stuff going on anyway where so, Bad rap is hard. You really got to take time out your day to really focus on that. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? So if it's not nothing worth it, I, then I just ain't going to do it. Yeah. If you're going through something like like if you having problems with your girl or yeah. your money is messed up, like does that affect you on stage? No, nah, because it was the... times I took battles when my money was messed up. I've said it in battles. It was times I took, I, I, you know what I'm saying? I did the battle to, the, to get my re-up back and, and went and read up and, and was back up. <laughs> it was time. So that ain't, you know what I'm saying? Nah, you can't, you can't let none of that bother you. It, it was times I probably, you know what I'm saying, um, went through a breakup, but wasn't dealing with shit. I'm gonna go through that. You just, that shit ain't. You gotta learn how to focus on work and and focus. Your personal life is. I keep my personal life, my personal life, and work, work. I've been like that my whole life. So my personal life is not in the, in, in the media. It's not nothing going on. You don't really know what's going on with me at all. You know what I'm saying? So it don't give people a lot to say. So you keep it like that, and that's how you supposed to do it. So how far in advance do you practice your rhymes? Um, I like to be prepared, prepared. So I, I, I would want like at least two months. Okay. Two months. Like they could book the battle and I have two months of, of time and I'm, I'm pretty much good with that. Have you ever like, like right before you're about to go on stage, like change your lyrics? Like, oh my God, let me write something new real quick before I go out there. Yeah. And you I always have, just nah, to it. I have, I have one up there and saw stuff that I touched on right there. Um, maybe before I probably saw who I was battling and he might have on something crazy and I'll think of something right there, put that in there. Like. That's just a part of battling. That's a part of the art. You know what I'm saying? Knowing when to, you know, do do stuff like that. How do you what's it? so? In your words, what do you think is the difference? Like compare and contrast battle rappers with regular rappers, like hip hop rappers. Mm -hmm. Like, cause some people say that regular rappers can go into the battle rap game and start being battle rappers. Some people say it can't happen. I mean, Cassie, I guess we could say that's a 
kind of a good example. I mean, he would. I mean, but Cassidy came from battle. He was a battle rapper. Right, and then they made him into an artist. So, right. you know, that's different. But nah, if you're not a battle, it's totally different from you know going on stage and uh, saying, uh, rapping a song that you that you put out and everybody know. You know what I'm saying? And, mm -hmm. and you rapping over a two track or you rapping a song that everybody knows already. With battle rap, these are verses nobody never heard. You you can't fuck up. It mm -hmm. ain't no voice playing in the back of you. It's none of that. So you can't fuck up. You can't, ain't no beat that you could catch. It's none of that. You saying this for the first time in front of 2,000 people. So you can't. Under the bright light. So yeah, so it ain't, it ain't you, you got one time to get it right. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Do you listen to any mainstream rappers? Like, what's in your yeah, what's on yeah. your playlist? Um, what are you listening to? Do you like Atlanta rappers? I like I like Lil Baby. Shout out to Baby. I like Lil Baby. Um, I, I like the Baby. Okay. I like. I can um, see you liking the. He's aggressive like you are. Yeah. <laughs> I like the Baby. I like uh. Shit. Um. I like Griselda. I like all of them. All of them. Shout out Benny the Butcher. That's Shout out man. Benny. I like, I like Benny. I like all of them, though. Okay. Uh, we had Benny Kiss, on the show last yeah. year. Kiss, my man. Shout out Kiss. Fuck with Kiss. Kiss always. Fab. Mm -hmm. uh, I like Jim Jones. Yeah. What about female rappers? How you liking our new wave? It's so I many like of them. I like female rappers. I like, um... Damn, well, I always forget a name. It's my people's, too, man. Um... Can't think of name. They always hit me and say, "We rap alike." Really? Now I want to know who it is. She from New York? Can I pass my phone. Uh oh. I got. I I don't know why I can't think of her name right now. I just this I is crazy. I have to know a comparison to goods. Shit. I don't know how I'm gonna find her though. Hold on. Okay. I gotta say, but yeah, she she she's super dope though. But I like I like um, what else? What I. I like I like the girl that what's her name just signed um, Glorilla from C. Fuck nigga free. I like. I fuck up. Oh my god. I Bitch fuck like Glorilla. I like Glorilla, That's man. Super dope. I like Glorilla. <laughs> I think she got a dope style. She rap aggressive too. Very aggressive. Yes, she is definitely doing her thing. So before we go into the hot seat, like what's next? What's what are you giving us? What's your new? I'm ventures? trying to find this shit. I really um, want to know too. I'm gonna find it. Um, new new ventures, man. I want to do a liquor. Oh, I want to do a liquor. Yes. Um, I think I, I'm I think, exclusive. Yeah, I'm look I'm looking into that. I, I want to do a liquor. Um, and it's it. That's I think that's gonna be my next thing I do. Like a a brown or a clear, like a cognac <sighs> or a vodka. I don't want to do a brown because brown is not in right now. To be Kenny's real with not you, in? brown is not in right now. Everybody drinking uh vodka, right? Or Casamigos. Casamigos, all that, all that shit. That's a vodka, ain't it? Casamigo. I think it's. A I mean tequila. Everybody drink a tequila, right. not vodka. Everybody drink a tequila. Yes, they are. Everybody right. drink a tequila. So, damn, y'all. Hold on. Okay. Man. This is too funny. I want to know who this, this female rapper is that's being compared to you. She's yeah. They Why always. Why you do a song with her though? Uh, I would. I would. Okay. I would. She from London. London. London is dope as hell. London. London is dope. Yes. London. Yes. Yes. How did we get her? She's she's amazing. London. There London we go. Is, London is I don't know how I couldn't. My, sometimes I be doing so much, my mind go blank. Cause, because for me not to know London name, I fuck with London. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I didn't even know she I went to L.A. I said, yeah. But she from New York, though. Okay. 
Yeah, she been doing her thing. I but London, London, yeah, London, London is super fire, man. She but is. they, I, I had just sent the song because somebody just said, "Yo, I know you writing for her." Or something like that. Somebody just said that to me, and I sent it to her. Like, look, look, look what people were saying. I, I, I wrote the do back. Like, not, not at all. <laughs> well, Shout out to London. L London is super fire, yeah. man. Shout out London. Yeah. I think she, she the next one up, my out of the females. They don't I have, agree. They don't have a problem with. I agree. She's lit. You ready for hot seat questions? Let's go. <laughs> After all that. <laughs> how you, how you say London? You look through my shit and saw it. Uh, you saw it? I I even see her shit. Man, females with checks. I said that I had to break them down like that. Hashi question on lava Carisha with goods the animal. Let's go. These ain't really gonna be too hot. I've been in the hot seat before. Have you ever ate a glizzy? That that's some freaky shit, man. I ain't, <laughs> I ain't no damn hot seat. <laughs> Uh, we talk about a hot dog. Y'all call it a glizzy, though. I call it. A, I've called it a hot dog all a my hot, life. A, a hot dog, I've like a real it was hot dog. A hot dog. Let's make it clear. We're in Atlanta. Yeah. A hot dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a hot dog, like <laughs> like on like like you grill. At yeah, the grill. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you eat it like how the guys do? Like. I don't give a fuck about none of that shit, man. If, I, if, I, if I'm at the, the shit and I'm going to eat a hot dog, nigga, I'm going to fuck, right with, I'm a a fuck with nigga, all that stupid. That's some young shit they do, man. I know. You eating a glizzy? Shut up, nigga. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> is your daddy really white? I'm looking for the nigga if he is. I need some money. That nigga said my father was white. I've been looking for that nigga ever since. Nah, man. Nah, I don't, I don't even know my father, but he ain't white. Oh, I mean, I know him, but, you know, he ain't around. He ain't white. Shit, if I had, I asked my mother was, uh, as soon as he said that, I said, my son, you ain't tell me. <laughs> I got some money somewhere, because. I'm cracking up. Whoa. Have you ever noticed a face in the crowd of someone looking at you crazy during a battle? Uh, like looking at me like what? Like crazy like what? Like, like they wanted to fight or something yeah, like that? Yeah, or just like completely just like side-eyeing you. Oh, uh, yeah, probably. Do you have. look at the faces in the crowd while you yep. got them? Oh, you do. Yep. I look at everybody. I talk to the people that that's going for the other person. Mm -hmm. I do. I rap to them. I, I do all that. This person. I do. The last person that um, I think that was looking at me like that, I think he called me a fucking faggot. This was in the hollow battle. No. I, and I threw the bottle at him. That was a long time no. ago. That's when I was in the streets. That was young girls. And he didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but that was a long time ago. But that was when yeah. Do you dwell on negative comments that people say about you? Never, ever in life. Tell us you're from New York without telling us you're from New York. Hmm, like a sentence or what I gotta do? You could do a sentence or something. I say talk, not talk. <laughs> <laughs> you say walk, talk. Um, Facts. And I, got, I got one more, you, you gotta have a pair of Tim's, man. Pair of constructs. You cannot not have a pair of constructs. He's from New York. You know what I'm saying? It's not <laughs> possible. Does Henny give you a check? No. We tr I tried to get a Henny deal uh, a long time ago when I was really fucking with Henny and they, they was on some bullshit. Dang. It's okay. It just, you got it just never happened. So wait, when you make your own liquor though, you can just have your own liquor on stage with you. Exactly. Yeah. Do my own shit. So Once I figured that I could do my own shit. You know what I'm saying? That was, that was it. If you were a porn star, what would you call yourself? Just you nasty. <laughs> That's what you gonna call yourself? Nah. If I was a porn star, what would I call my? There's mad niggas in here, man. <laughs> it's for the footage, though. Uh, 
Bandana Warrior. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> I like that. I need a crazy name. I'm going to come in with a cape, butt-ass nigga. <laughs> and jump down the steps like that little boy. You remember that little boy that jumped that step? <laughs> he thought he could fly? <laughs> I'm gonna jump down the steps like that with a cape on, nigga. That's so funny. Whoa. Do you ghostwrite for any rappers? Uh, nah, I have though. Okay. I oh, you have? have? Mm -hmm. So, on your battle with X Factor, when you made fun of his shoes, did you know at that instant you won the battle? Because it was a face, it was a look on your face. When you looked down at that man's shoes, yo. Yeah. I'm gonna tell you something though. I was dying. I'm gonna no, tell you. I had tears. Like, no, literally tears. I'm gonna tell you something. And that battle, and I'm, 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 I'm going to tell you a couple of things real quick okay. in that battle. That battle, you know, I was, like, super counted out. X-Factor was on fire. They had X-Factor beating me 3-0 everywhere, right? So, you know, that felt good because he was talking mad shit, too. Another thing I'm going to say, me and X-Factor right now, that's my man. You know what I'm saying? I fuck with X-Factor. X-Factor was talking some sh that shit to me back then that I didn't understand. He just ain't put it in the right way. But when he was talking about them LLCs and all that shit, he was, talk he was talking some shit to me. I was in the streets. I didn't understand it. Mm. So now that I'm doing all that stuff, I say, damn, that nigga was talking that shit to me back then. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he was ahead, he was ahead of, way ahead of me. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So he just ain't put it in, 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 in the right form. But word, me and X Factor right now is, is, is dumb cool. Shut up. But to them, him. I hate them shoes. But them damn shoes, though. I still hate the X Factor. If you wear them fucking shoes. Ever. Yeah. Never, ever again. Just casket ready. <laughs> uh, I was in tears. What's your favorite candy? Candy? I'm not really a candy person, but uh, probably M&M peanuts. Those are good. How much do you pay for your haircuts? Forty dollars. Not bad. Every week. Still, I get a cut every week. Forty dollars. Still not bad. I spend eighty dollars a week. I, sp I I get a forty dollar haircut and a forty dollar car wash every week. Oh, that's what's up. And I get my nails done every every two to three weeks. Okay. Okay. We like it. Have you ever wanted to slap a fellow opponent? Definitely. So for your outro, can you give me three bars about me? For my outro, three bars about you? On the outro of, of this interview, can you do a three-bar freestyle about Carisha the Diva? If you do three bars, I'll follow with a bar and a half. Carisha the Diva. Ask me my porn name. She must be an eater. <laughs> Either that or she was smoking on reefer. That shit, I don't got no <laughs> That was dope. I like that, an eater. Plug in your social media links. Where can they follow you at? Huh? Where can they follow you at online? Oh, um, Instagram, um, Goods Daniel. That's D-A, Goods Daniel. Uh, Twitter, The Real Goods. That's most of the stuff I'm on. You know what I'm saying? Y'all can hit me up. Spawn back. Goods the Animal, checking in with us with Lava Carisha, DLE Radio, and Hip Hop yeah. Weekly. Dope interview. Follow him on all platforms. He calls himself Goods the Animal, but I call him Goods the Goat. You know where to follow me at, at Carisha Diva everywhere. Stay fabulous. Stay blessed. Peace. Peace.